Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We're heading back to Utah. All of you guys tell the truth right now. Bottom line is Meredith knows a lot of information. You just said it. You just said it. We all just said it. And in for a hell of a time. And you also claim that you're the devil. Was the devil. God now. Well, nearly. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch this weekend, Friday, September 10th through Sunday, September 12th. We're counting down the weekend's top five must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Michael C. Hall admits the 2013 series finale of Dexter was, quote, pretty disappointing. EW revealed its October fall TV preview cover featuring Hall, where he says it bugged him how the end left fans confounded. He and the team behind Dexter New Blood are hoping to write all of that, taking a stab at the character one more time with the 10-episode limited series that debuts November 10th. Check out our full cover story and meet Dexter's son, played by Jack Alcott, at EW.com. This Is Us hasn't bid audiences farewell just yet, but star Justin Hartley has already lined up his next gig. The actor who plays Kevin Pearson on the hit NBC drama will star in the CBS pilot The Never Game, which is based on the best-selling novel by Jeffrey Deaver. Hartley will play a survivalist named Coulter Shaw, who, according to the official synopsis, quote, roams the country as a reward seeker using his expert tracking skills to help private citizens and law enforcement to solve all manner of mysteries while contending with his own fractured family. Should the pilot go to series, Hartley will also executive produce the drama along with This Is Us EP Ken Olin. Michael Myers is in your home. Or, well, he will be. Halloween Kills will debut on Peacock and in theaters on the same day, making the slasher flick the latest film to opt for a day-and-date release amid a turbulent movie-going landscape. The film will be available to Peacock Premium subscribers starting Friday, October 15th for no additional fee. Netflix has announced plans for a special event, The Queen's Ball, a Bridgerton experience, coming to select cities in 2022. The Bash promises to transport guests to Regency-era London for a host of Bridgerton-related activities, including a live concert from a string quartet playing tunes from the hit series pop-infused soundtrack, interactions with the show's beloved characters that will allow fans to relive and even participate in some of its most memorable moments and more. Interestingly enough, there was no mention of Spoons. While exact dates have not been set, it will launch sometime in early 2022 in Los Angeles, Chicago, Montreal, and Washington, D.C. before touring to other cities around the world. For more on those stories, plus other news reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Now, let's get to the rust, or rest, of today's show, starting off with our number five pick, American Rust. 
Emmy winner Jeff Daniels stars in this grim but engrossing drama as Del Harris, the complex and compromised police chief in the languishing Rust Belt town of Buell, Pennsylvania. He's in love with Grace Poe, played by Maura Tierney. So when Grace's son Billy is accused of murder, Del's job suddenly gets a lot more complicated. Based on Philip Meyer's acclaimed 2009 novel, the show weaves a tale of a town worn down by the dual demons of the opioid epidemic and unemployment, and the residents fighting to hold on to what they have. Here's a preview. Just do your job, and I'll watch out for you. And a God coming from the sky. Because I love you. Love, 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 love. This case is poisoning my town. Someone's probably gonna have to take the blame for this. Your interests are opposed. If I help one, it could mean harming the other. I don't care who else is looking for him. I want him first. Well, I don't want to speak too soon, but could Daniels be bound for another Emmy this time next year? Judge for Yourself, American Rust, premieres Sunday at 10 p.m. on Showtime. And time now for our killer number four pick, the new Netflix movie, Kate. Mary Elizabeth Winstead plays the title character, a highly skilled assassin at the top of her game. But when she blows an assignment targeting a member of the Yakuza in Tokyo, she quickly discovers she's been poisoned, giving her less than 24 hours to exact revenge on her killers. As her body swiftly deteriorates, Kate embarks on one last self-appointed job while forming an unlikely bond with the teenage daughter of one of her past victims. Here's a bit of the trailer. Jesus, Kate, what happened to you? I missed. I think I was poisoned before the hit. V, who was the target? The grand honcho of the Yakuza. How much time do I have? 14 hours, maybe 15. Kate, it's gonna be okay. You won't get any more questions from me after today. Kate. As EW's Leah Greenblatt wrote in her review, subtle, it's not. She gave the movie a B, adding, quote, Kate is red meat storytelling, all broad outlines and crunched bones, but there's a visual wit and visceral energy to it that other recent efforts struggle to find. Sounds like the perfect Friday night movie to me. You can stream Kate on Netflix right now. Comedian Bill Ingvall is back on TV with the new show Blue Collar Auction, premiering on Circle TV today. The stand-up comic also recently announced he'll be retiring from touring next year, which means he'll soon have a lot more time on his hands to stay caught up on current shows. But in the meantime, Ingvall answered the question, what you watching? That's a great question. What have I been watching? 
Oh, I know what we've been watching. Uh, my wife and I uh, watch Sweet Tooth on Netflix. In fact, we just finished it, and we were kind of bummed because we have to wait till next year to get uh, to get the new season. Uh, it is great. I highly recommend this one. It's got children that are born with animal characteristics. There's a pandemic going around the world, which sounds kind of familiar, if you know what I mean. And uh, it is one that will keep you glued to your chairs. And I'm going to tell you right now, when we watched the preview, we were both kind of like, ah, I don't know. But we got hooked into this show, Sweet Tooth on Netflix. Uh, the other two shows that I binge watch, and I can't wait for the new seasons to come out, Righteous Gemstones and The Great. I cannot wait for the new episodes of The Great. Anyway, that's what we've been watching. Some really fun and surprising picks there. Sweet Tooth received great reviews when it premiered in June, and as Ingval pointed out, has some unexpected resonance in our current pandemic world. You can stream that on Netflix, and you can find The Righteous Gemstones on HBO Max and The Great on Hulu. And be sure to check out Ingval's Blue Collar Auction on Circle TV. Don't divorce yourself from this episode of the podcast just yet. It's time for our number three pick, HBO's Scenes from a Marriage. Oscar Isaac and Jessica Chastain star in this remake of Ingmar Bergman's classic miniseries, playing Jonathan and Mira, an upper-middle-class couple whose union unravels over five searing episodes. The series puts marriage and divorce under the microscope as Jonathan and Mira grapple with their feelings about monogamy, love, each other, and their complicated relationship. Here's a preview. In the beginning of a relationship, everything is thrilling and it's new. Research says that when the woman is the provider and the man is a caregiver, the marriage has a greater chance of success. Huh, yeah, that Kate? Loud and clear. <laughs> you just believe as a couple, nothing can hurt you. <laughs> and then you gradually start to realize that actually anything can hurt you. We're going to sit here and we're going to talk as long as it takes, okay? But there's nothing left to say. What is this? What is this thing where we can't talk? This is a place Do you know how long I've wanted to leave? I'm going to go out of my mind if I don't leave right now. Right now? Like right yeah. this second? If I don't leave right now, I know I'm never going to. Trust us when we say this show makes marriage story look like a cheerful romp. But the chemistry between Isaac and Chastain makes it well worth the price of admission. The actor's two-decade friendship and intense trust is palpable on screen. Here's Isaac on why he knew from the beginning that he had to make the show with Chastain. This is someone that knows me. This is someone that I've known for this long, that I went to school with, that saw me when I was in college. I saw her when she was in college. You know, she dated a really good friend of mine at the time. We would talk a lot about relationships and and uh, and the nature of, of monogamy and all those things. So, so we had a language about those things when we were young. And the last time we worked together, it was incredible. It was so much fun. It was so riveting. We have a similar language. Uh, we have a similar approach. And there's, there's just total trust. So it, when I read it, it felt like, well, of course, you know, that's what this whole thing, this whole story is about that. And to be able to do this with someone that knows so well and trusts so completely and knows all your tricks, there's no way but to be honest. And I think all the things just made it obvious to me that that was the person that was the ideal person to do this with for me. Well, if that doesn't get you interested... 
go watch that viral video of Isaac and Chastain at the Venice Film Festival. It's great. Scenes from a Marriage premieres Sunday at 9 p.m. on HBO. It's trivia time. Jessica Chastain wasn't originally able to sign on to Scenes from a Marriage because of a scheduling conflict. So, who was first cast alongside Oscar Isaac before she ultimately had to drop out? Michelle Williams, Carrie Mulligan, or Kate Winslet? Stick around for the answer, along with our top two picks and soundbite of the week. What to Watch will be right back. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. The third season of American Crime Story finally premiered on FX this week. In case you somehow haven't heard, it focuses on Monica Lewinsky and the scandal that led to President Bill Clinton's impeachment. Before flashing back to 1993, though, the first episode starts off with Lewinsky, played by Beanie Feldstein, walking into an interrogation after being tricked by her friend Linda Tripp. Lewinsky's reaction is our soundbite of the week. Monica, my name is Mike Emick. I'm with the Office of the Independent Counsel, Kenneth Starr. Can we get her out of the room, please? I mean, come on. No. Make her stay and watch. I want that treacherous bitch to see what she's done to me. Ouch. That line, by the way, was drawn from real life. Lewinsky actually said that upon realizing Tripp had set her up. Sarah Paulson plays Tripp on the show in a transformative performance that will likely garner her a raft of awards next year. Until then, you can catch new episodes of Impeachment American Crime Story Tuesdays at 10 p.m. on FX. All right, now we have a divine number two pick for you, the final season of Lucifer. After avoiding cancellation twice, the fantasy dramedy is coming to an end, for real this time, as our hero, the devil himself, grapples with the prospect of becoming the new god. And the longer he hesitates, the more the world unravels and the closer the apocalypse gets, as if there weren't enough pressure involved with, you know, becoming god. Here's a preview. It's time for you to assume your place on Father's throne. What's the rush? Becoming God is a big job. Maybe he doesn't want to go in half-cocked. I should definitely be full-cocked. I need your help. I thought I wasn't your therapist anymore. Look at what's happened. The world has no God. Clearly, I belong on his couch. Lucifer, what is that? That is my throne. Something I can help you with? Wanna help me destroy Lucifer Morningstar? The laws of nature are breaking down. And the apocalypse is nigh. Apocalypse. 
Oh, Lucifer is certainly going out with the bang. And honestly, we'd expect nothing less. But before binging the final season, be sure to check out our Around the Table video with stars Tom Ellis and Lauren German and co-showrunners Illy Modrovich and Joe Henderson. Here's a clip from the video with Ellis teasing what fans can expect from the show's ending. I really hope that we've done service to everything else we've done before it. Um, and, I, and I feel that we I feel that we have. I mean, it's such a difficult thing to kind of, you know, we, we did talk painstakingly about like, how do we end this and what's the right way to end it and all of those things. And we all felt it, it was a, an interesting time because everyone was so, so invested in these characters and in this show that we all really cared that we did this right. And I feel like we got to a place where we did that. And I just, um, I, I hope that, um, and I really strongly believe that our, that our fans will think the same thing. I mean, ultimately, I know that our fans don't want the show to end, but um, they're going to have to suck that one up, unfortunately. <laughs> ah, well, no matter how things end up, hopefully Lucifer and Chloe at least get a happy ending together. You can stream the final season on Netflix right now. And now, calling all Bravo-holics for our number one pick, The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. The Utah Wives are back as the Bravo mega-franchise's latest edition kicks off season two. And the only thing cranked up higher than the altitude is the drama. The biggest development, of course, is that Queen Bee Jen Shaw was arrested and charged with fraud and money laundering after the season had already begun filming. But even before that news breaks, she's struggling to repair her relationships in the aftermath of season one. Here's a clip from the season two premiere with Meredith confronting her close friend Lisa about her alliances. How we approach her I has to be fully respect somebody's feelings. But you can't use it as an excuse to mistreat other people, which is what she has I done for a year. Okay. And continues but to do. But do you feel like I she feel like she's been mistreated on too? An unwarranted vendetta against my family. I have not okay. done anything Can to we... Jennifer Shaw. She's well, that's what I have. Horrible, to... despicable. So, well, listen. Do you want me to have that conversation? My with family, Heather? my business. Do you want me to have this conversation with Heather? Not, not quite the same. But to me, it is. To me, it is, Meredith. To me, that's the same. I'm not saying you're more deeply wounded. You can't say I'm less. It's hurtful. Regardless, it's hurtful. And this is all before Jen's legal crisis, which will no doubt fuel much of the drama in the coming weeks. But her story is hardly the only thing going on. Mary Cosby will address the rumors that she's a cult leader. Heather's daughter questions her own Mormonism, like her mom. Whitney and her husband spice things up. And newcomer Jenny's husband, who wants more children, brings up the idea of a sister wife. So buckle up, housewives faithfuls. We're not on the bunny hill anymore. The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City returns Sunday at 9 p.m. on Bravo. And finally this weekend, the answer to our trivia question, who was first cast alongside Oscar Isaac in Scenes from a Marriage before she ultimately had to drop out? Michelle Williams, Carrie Mulligan, or Kate Winslet? It would have earned the show even more comparisons to Blue Valentine. The answer is Michelle Williams. She had to drop out of the series due to scheduling conflicts, at which point Jessica Chastain came aboard. 
I think it's safe to say things worked out for everybody. That's our show for this weekend. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you on Monday, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Senior TV Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great weekend. What to Watch. What to Watch is written by Tyler Aquilina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, produced and hosted by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Krokmal and Carly Usden.